Galaxy 666 by Pell Toro. Session 66. Chapter 19. As I see it, Bronit's voice came down the tube, sounding rather strange and distorted, sounding like the voice of a robot on a science fiction audio-video cast program. For now, that space had surrendered to the probing ships of the Empire. Science fiction was even more popular than it had been in the days when it had been in all the minds of the brilliantly imaginative writers of the 19th and 20th centuries. Now that science fiction had become science fact, much of what they had written had come to pass. Many of the theories of the old science fiction writers had become scientific laws of space travel. And if there was one thing for which 20th century Earth was remembered, it was for the works of the visionary prophets who had written into their fiction so much of what was subsequently to come to pass in the universe itself. I think I've got a kind of solution, said Bronit. Humanoids and aliens stood together around the foot of the tube as Bronit spoke. This galaxy, he said, is an essential part of creation. In fact, it's the essential part of the whole process. We all depend on Galaxy 666 far more than we ever know. Empire citizens, humanoids and non-humanoids, non-Empire citizens, aliens, all of us. Because our lives depend upon order. And Galaxy 666 is chaos. I don't understand you, said Oski. He looked at Ishklon Korzak. Do you think it's affected his mind? He whispered. This galaxy is an essential part of the whole cosmos. Without it, Everything that we understand, nearly all the laws by which we live, would cease to exist, came the distorted voice of Bronit down the tube. The ship gave another sudden wild lurch. Then they were aware of mechanisms being moved. They could hear levers being thrown home as Bronit tried to do something that would help them. The aliens stood together, their pseudopods fluttering and interlacing like busy knitting needles at a mother's meeting or a discussion group. The whole universe is an orderly pattern, a kind of great tapestry said Bronit again after a pause. One side is pleasant to look at and makes sense. One side of the design, that side, is the gestalt. On the reverse side is the chaotic confusion of threads that lead nowhere and that apparently do nothing. Take a piece of embroidery. One side's the pattern, the other side isn't. One side is just a tangle. Think of a piece of music. Harmonious music has, somewhere at the back of it, an inharmonious echo, a discordant echo. And the discordant echo of the harmonious sound is an essential part of it. I don't quite follow your reasoning, commented Oski. Shh, hissed Korzak. Quiet, growled Ishklaw. Time is short, went on Bronet. But I've got to explain this before I can do what I'm trying to do. Go on, echoed Korzak encouragingly. Go on, said Ishklaw. Oski remained silent, looking at the little square tube aperture through which the communications were passing. There was a pause during which the ship bucked and rocked violently and went into a horrible slow spin. The fluttering, gesticulating, pseudopotted aliens grew more agitated and excited. It made them look strangely more human. There is something singularly human about agitation and excitement. Oski looked at Ishklaw and Korzak. Korzak looked back at Oski. Ishklaw was deep in thought. Bronit's voice came down the tube again. Imagine the water going down a bath plug, he said suddenly. What? said Oski. Shut up, commanded Ishklaw. Oski bit his lip and relapsed into silence. Did you say water going down a bath plug? called Korzak. Yes, answered Bronit. It seemed such an odd sort of thing. Ishklaw was almost as mystified as the garrulous Oski. Aliens and humanoids listened to the voice. Water going down a bath plug, 
continued Brodit. Goes round in an orderly way. But down in the pipe, there's a sort of chaos. A kind of vortex of chaos. It is this vortex of chaos which makes possible the orderly evacuation of the bathwater. Well, take music. Take embroidery. Take bathwater going down a plug hole. All of those things are inadequate ways of explaining what I think this galaxy is. The whole universe is order. It's a gestalt. It's a pattern. This galaxy is a non-gestalt. An anti-pattern. This universe is the back of the tapestry. The discord in the music, the vortex of the chaos at the bottom of the plug hole, which allows the bathwater to run peacefully away in an orderly fashion. Without this, the bathwater would not be able to run. The tapestry would not be a pattern. The music would not be a pure harmony. This galaxy is essential. Without it, the laws of science, by which the rest of the universe lives and moves and has its being, would be nothing. There would be no natural order. There would be only a widespread disorder, or at best, a stagnation. Do I make myself clear? Here ends Session 66.